Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Updates from the Bubble. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Krista, and I'm here with my friend and fellow co-host, Magnus. Well, not technically. You? <laughs> You're not really here because we are in quarantine, and I only see you over a screen right now. But yes, we are very professional. I gave Krista a mic yesterday. I just put it in front of our house. So even though I'm in quarantine, I stayed. I stayed in quarantine. 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 We're in British there for a second. Uh, <laughs> really fine. Brain yeah, go by sometimes. Yeah, this is going to be quite a challenge recording a podcast on a pandemic. But I'm looking forward to it, and I hope it's going to work. Yeah, and we we saw this coming at some point since we did start a podcast in the middle of a pandemic but it's working so far i think and i hope um you guys think so too and that it's not too much for you as a listener yeah and krista i think this is going to be your favorite episode so far i think you've been looking forward to it i think so too (laughs) i'm very i'm very excited today we are going to be talking about the marvel show the falcon and the winter soldier it just finished last week. There was six episodes, about an hour long each. And it's one of my, not the favorite, but one of my favorite Marvel projects so far, actually. So I've been very excited to talk about it. I've been a Marvel fan since I was pretty little, um, while Magnus, maybe not so much. <laughs> well, I've seen some movies, at least. I'm not as much of a fan of you, but I, I sorry, I just... I got, just got a complete brain. Did you just uh, say you were a fan of me? That too. But uh, I'm not <laughs> that much of a fan of Marvel. Uh, but I've, I mean, I've watched some movies. Yeah, and I think that's very interesting, which is why we're doing this also, because we're getting two different perspectives. And that's a nice way to look at something when reviewing it. Because I'm an avid fan. It means a lot to me. While Magnus might have a more objective view. Mm-hmm. I did. I did give him my Disney Plus and forced him to sit down for a week and watch a bunch of movies and the TV show. But it's a it's a good sign because we have <laughs> calculated that it would take two and a half hours every day for me to yeah. get through. But I finished in two days. Yeah. So you're very very good. <laughs> and I haven't watched any more since then. But you had fun, did you not? I did. I mean, I wouldn't have waste not used an entire weekend for that uh, if I didn't find it fun. By the way, I've been saying that's great and move on way too much. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> move on. Yeah, I always say that. Yeah, you're you're pretty straightforward in that sense. At least move on. But that's just when I'm Get uncomfortable finished. and I like like why why is this topic important? <laughs> like okay, move on, move on. Yeah, move on. So, I'm aware. Thank you for reminding me. Whoever did that. Before we start, to our listeners who haven't watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier or who's not really caught up, first of all, go watch it. This is going to be, there's going to be a lot of spoilers here. This is mm-hmm. your huge spoiler warning. Marvel's pretty big on those. The Falcon and the Soldier is uh, one of Marvel's first, well, not one of Marvel's first. Marvel's actually had shows for a long time, but it's one of the MCU's first TV shows after WandaVision. Excuse me, what did you just say? It's an MCU? Yeah, MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Marvel is a lot bigger than just okay. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But as of the like main canon TV shows in the MCU, this is one of the first ones. It follows Sam Wilson, um, formerly the Falcon, now who knows what he is. Yeah, that's a spoiler. <laughs> that's a spoiler. And Steve Rogers, no, what? Steve Rogers is dead. 
Sorry. Yeah, he is. And Bucky Barnes, also formerly the Winter Soldier, after the whole aftermath of Endgame. It's set about six months after Endgame. We follow them as characters, and then we follow them as partners and see the journey towards possibly taking up some mantles and fighting against the Flag Smashers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually really happy that you made me watch uh, Captain America as well before. Because, I mean, there's no real explanation that Bucky Barnes or the Winter Soldier is really the best friend of Steve Rogers. So I thought that insight was really, really good. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, because the first thing we want to discuss is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier as an objective show and the Falcon and Winter Soldier as a Marvel project, because those two things are not necessarily the same one it can be a good objective show and a bad marvel project and vice versa without like it doesn't have to be both or neither i think you should do both perspectives i'm going to stick to one because i don't really know enough about it <laughs> yeah but that's valid as a marvel fan the falcon and soldier hit all the right places it really really did with marvel you expect you expect a certain level of greatness and like suspense and sitting on the edge of your seat and rooting for the characters and i really felt like we got that some marvel projects don't go as deep while with the falcon and soldier they went that deep and then a little deeper it gave us everything you needed as an avid fan like you got to see the characters bloom and grow and got to feel their struggles and that's a really big part of it for me at least yeah Actually, I gotta say, I kind of disagree with you with the first one because at the beginning of at the beginning of watching it, I thought it was kind of. I'm gonna try to not trigger <laughs> anyone here. I thought it was kind of dry and boring. I mean, all the all the Marvel characters that I, uh, not grew up with, but the, which I had watched beforehand, were kind of like dead, <laughs> outside. <laughs> so I felt like at the beginning, before like the the different before I got to really know the characters, I felt like I was watching a completely different series from a completely different universe. But then when when I started to like develop feelings for the characters and and understand like where they come from, it was much easier to enjoy the show. And I really enjoyed it after like two episodes. But that definitely makes sense because I have like Sam and Bucky have been some of my main like favorite characters from the beginning. So I already had those feelings that the show helped you develop. So it makes sense that I already was like, wow, great, you guys, go off. <laughs> well, True. you only got that after after like the show had worked its, ma- its magic and made you be like, wow, these people are great, you know? They are. Yeah, but they are. And I know that I've, I've heard that a lot, that the beginning was a bit slow for someone. But I think that's because of the character studies. For If people aren't ver- as interested in, for example, character studies, that might be a slow start and you might be a bit like, oh, but where's the action? Whereas if you like character studies, which I do, that's one of my favorite parts of like movie, because I get it like the first thing I would notice about a movie or a show is a character. Like the plot can be awful, the story can be awful, but if I find a character I like and get attached to, I will love the whole thing anyway. I can definitely like um, criticize the parts I don't like. I have no issue doing that. You know uh, that. Yeah, that's true. You. <laughs> Yeah, so I personally, I really enjoy the character studies. And so when they decided to dedicate not just one, but two episodes, essentially just the character studies of Sam and Bucky, man, I love that so much, you know, that we got to see Sam with his family in Louisiana, and we got to see Bucky in therapy. That was a huge thing that we actually got to see a Marvel character in therapy Mm -hmm. and working through his issues. 
I was fully expecting the doctor to die any moment or the <laughs> psychiatrist to die any moment because he would just like rage at from his old uh, his old future or something. I don't know. I full on expected her to be evil and betray him because that's very typical Marvel to be like, hey, look at this damaged character. We're giving him hope. Oh, no. Everyone still hates him. Ha ha. Maybe she is evil. <laughs> I mean, maybe. At the end, once his therapy wasn't mandated anymore, he did just leave. So I don't think we'll see her again, necessarily. She was badass. She would... Mm, I have she a bit mixed feelings about her. Oh, okay. Yeah. She was badass, but I have a bit mixed feelings about her, like, as a therapist. Because I've read a lot of, like, you know, I, you know how once I finish a show or an episode, I immediately go scouring for, like, professional conspiracy. opinions. Not conspiracy. <laughs> but That's what you say almost. it is, but it is. Maybe, but I did read some therapist's inputs on how she did like her job with him, and it wasn't it wasn't necessarily very good the like approach she had with him. But it did like get the point across in the end, I guess. But yes, uh, I, I I agree. I hope for her to be not necessarily evil, but have some <laughs> kind of superpower. If Avengers would still exist and become an Avenger, that would have been cool. And that is interesting that that was what you um, like noticed about her. And that was what you hoped as someone who's like only recently watched the leading up movies. Yeah, but I think she was, she was so manipulative, but in a, in a good way. And she was so badass. So I feel like she had all the, all the needs for being a superhero. What, what's his name? The, the one with the bow. I'm sorry, I don't know the names. Clint Barton. Yeah, I mean, Clint Barton, he doesn't have any superpowers. <laughs> He's just super cool. And, yeah, I mean, he's manipulative. English is not my <laughs> first language. It's not even my second language. So, yeah. No, but I, that is, I definitely see that. Okay, so one thing that I've heard some also, like, mixed opinions about is the show's villains. And I have quotation marks around villains because they weren't necessarily, like, full-on villains. But the Flag yes. Smashers. I've wrote, I've written this down. Yes. <laughs> I said, who are really the villains here? Yeah. Same. No. Like when I watched it, I, like especially in the first half of the series, I was like, they're right. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not necessarily like fully right, but they're not wrong. Yeah. Some and of I the think... things they do are questionable. That's when a TV show becomes really interesting. When the villain, in quotation marks, becomes like this super positive character, which is... Yeah, like you said, made to be likable. Yeah. Like Carly is. I really liked Carly. Like, I thought, both, like, as a character and as a part of the show, I thought she brought, like, a really new dimension to it that I wasn't expecting when going into it. And I really liked that. Just like like most of the female characters in Marvel, she's just such a badass. It's like, the first time we get introduced to her in this trailer fight... She, she looks like this innocent girl and she's just like, <laughs> fuck you. And then she <laughs> destroys Captain America. By the way, the, the medium, I don't know, it's, it's the medium Captain America. What do you think about him? Oh, John Walker. I hate him with my whole heart. I'm not even kidding. He was the real villain of the show. Yeah. The US government and John Walker, they were the real villains. I really, I, I despised him like both as a person and... Not necessarily as a character because he did add like something very important to the show, mm. but I don't like him. They started giving him a redemption arc, and I'm kind of uh, about that. 
on the one hand, like, because I've also read some of the comics, not all of them. I'm by not even close to an expert, but I read some of the comics and in you, the comics. Don't be so shy. No, not shy. <laughs> You're just like our social science teachers. Like, no, I'm not an expert on this, <laughs> but and then just knows everything about it. So, okay. You're an expert, at least in my I head. only know a little bit, but what I do know is that in the comics, John Walker is given like a full redemption arc. He's still kind of like an anti-hero. You don't necessarily like him, but he's with the good guys. And he starts, he, he like starts working at the raft, which is also introduced in the end. You know, the high security prison. Mm-hmm. He works there and as the leader there, he kind of makes what is Marvel's answer to the Suicide Squad. They have like, they have many different names. It's Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts. And some of those characters are um, very interesting and also are starting to get introduced to the MCU. So I'm wondering if that's where they're going with John, since they gave him kind of a redemption arc towards the end. They started being like, oh, he's not good, but something's happening here. And towards like at the very end, when he got called U.S. agent, that's who he is when he's the leader. So they might be building up to that. And that's the only thing I liked about it. The rest was the. So you think they're going to make a show specifically on him? Not necessarily. Definitely not specifically about him. I think it'll kind of be like the Nick Fury of the show, and the show will be about the Dark Avengers. But mm-hmm. I and I don't know if it'll be a show or a movie or when it'll come. I think it's pretty far down the line since they have a lot of projects coming up. I think Sam everyone knows what we're leading up. Speech. Oh my god, he. Yes. Mm, him. <laughs> he. Wow, like, oh, I've what were your waited... thoughts? What did you think when you when you saw that? Or should we explain what happened first for anyone yeah. who doesn't? For those who haven't watched, Sam Wilson, he came into Marvel as the Falcon. And in Endgame, after Steve literally yeeted off into the distant past and came back as an old man, he gave Sam his shield to pick up his legacy and become the new Captain America. And the Falcon soldier was supposed to, like, follow this transition from the falcon to captain america but at the beginning sam gave away his shield and was like no i'm not going to do that and by the end of course he picks it up and comes in his suit and has his speech and you know i waited for that moment for a long time i've waited for that since the end of endgame because i've always been so excited because in the comics it's he's such a good captain america and in the movies too i feel like the way Marvel and Anthony Mackie has captured Sam Wilson. They did it very beautifully. And this would be like the icing on the cupcake. It would be actually perfect. And especially as a commentary of today's society, it was the perfect choice. I know a lot of people wanted Bucky to be Captain America, but honestly, no, he wasn't ready for that. Yeah. And as you said before recording this podcast, like his speech was the first time Marvel really directly addressed racism as yeah. a problem and it was it was heartwarming i i loved it yeah the entire like it's like the build-up there was such suspense around this build-up to the speech like with uh isaiah and um bucky and sam's conversation when they were training with the shield and bucky actually apologized for not being aware of his bias and not being aware of how sam as a black man would experience having the shield of a country that's wronged him when he apologized directly like that, some people, usually old men, have criticized that and be like, oh, it's bad writing. No, that was one of the most important moments in Marvel history, I think, because that's the first time they've done something like that. They addressed, like the, the like you said with Isaiah, the second racism 
cause that the super soldier just was kicked out because of his skin color. And that's, I think that's such a, a deep statement for Marvel to make and such an important step in the right direction. Exactly. They definitely made a risk, but it's a risk that it's far beyond time for them to make. And I know that like, no, it shouldn't be a risk, but sadly it is. And they made it anyway. And that's great. And the way they handled it and the way Anthony Mackie especially portrayed it, such an important thing. And it's made such a huge impact on people already. And now that he's getting a Captain America movie, Sam Wilson asked Captain America, that's Mm -hmm. coming. I, I think it's a new age for Marvel and I'm very excited to see it. (laughs) No way. I was just about to say that. I was just <laughs> about to say that's going to be the beginning of season two of Marvel. Yeah. No, Great same. minds think alike, everybody. Remember that. Especially the scene after Carly was murdered, where he like flew down with her in his suit and like the one with the speech, where he stood and he talked back to the politician and he talked out to everyone. That was so... Mm, I got actual tears. I was crying at that point. Like, I was straight up crying because it's... It's it's been so long coming, both for like Marvel as a whole and for Sam Wilson. And yeah, it was really fitting. Yeah, when Bucky was watching as well, and afterwards said like, "Nice job, Cap." Where's my actual heart? <laughs> the suit, the suit. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. I've seen hate towards it. I know that some people didn't like it, but honestly. Like, when he first came into the scene with the suit, I was first like, oh. And then after, like, five seconds, I was like, yes. That's perfect. It's not only is it so comic accurate. I don't know if you've seen the pictures of him. I haven't, no. It's so comic accurate, and it's really, really good. And I'm very glad that they didn't give him the same helmet Steve had. Because while I love Steve, the helmet was not it. It had to go. <laughs> also, um... John Walker had that same helmet, so exactly I got negative associations. Exactly. Now, now it was like fresh. There was more white in it. It was like it was, it was new and it was nice, and I loved it. I will. I just wanted to address that. I thought it was weird how the title of the series is "The Falcon and the Winter Soldier," when really the Winter Soldier is Bucky when he was manipulated. Manip- Wow. Manipulated. Yes, and uh, and also like had this cheat code for making him kill. So I thought it was weird why the series was called the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and not the Falcon and Bucky. Didn't you see the end? What? At the end, after like, I think with Marvel is that you always have to sit through towards the very end. I towards... watched all the post-credit scenes, but okay, towards remember. the end they changed the title to um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. But why Winter Soldier? Why not Bucky? I also yes. actually, <laughs> I also actually questioned that when I first watched it, and I was like, "Wait, what? Shouldn't it be White Wolf?" But I think my theory, at least, I'm not quite sure. My theory is that that will come with Captain America Four. That's what I think, at least. I think Bucky is also waiting for finally to get out of that role of being a Winter Soldier. Yeah, he definitely deserves think, it too. I don't think that's what he is. No, he's not anymore, and that's very important. And that's one of the best parts about the finale too is that he really address that for the first time because you remember in civil war when steve was like you didn't do those things like you weren't in control bucky yeah and bucky looked at him and said no but i still did it and then in the end of the falcon Hunt soldier when he um confronts the man who like whose son he killed asked the Winter soldier soltero i know that name yeah what soltero that's the the old man's name 
nice. And then. <laughs> See, I, I feel so proud now. I, yeah, I, I had that be. written down though because I wanted to say something about it. Very great because when they're sitting there and he's like telling him he killed his son and he asks why, Bucky says, "I didn't have a choice." That was such a huge step for his character to be able to say, "I didn't have a choice. I didn't do this." And when he saved the people from the van, even though that wasn't like the first time he did something heroic, it still was the first time he felt himself doing something good. I think. And it's been beautiful watching him grow as well. What, what did you want to say about him? Uh, not really anything important. I just uh, on his and Bucky's list, Solter- the name Soltero. I saw. I just recognized it. It was written twice. Uh, and I thought really, that was, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I just noticed from a blink of an eye, and it was like I gotta write this down. Um, and I, I don't know why, but I, I think it was because he wanted to apologize to him twice. Maybe it's because he wanted to apologize for killing his son and for what he did to him afterwards, like the mental and emotional damage he gave him. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's double. I think at least. I think yeah, that's probably it. But yeah. again, you don't know. You could be talking about the twin theory and it could be, it could be <laughs> right or wrong. You never know. That's the thing with uh, with things. There is no there's That's no the thing real... with things. Exactly. <laughs> there's no real answer sheet, at least not until... Marvel, Marvel comes out with another movie. Can you Which... see that I'm having a stroke? I cannot speak. <laughs> I, I just you're can't. not. You're actually very articulate. You're doing You're doing amazing, sweetie. But Magnus, what were your thoughts about the finale? The finale, like the last The episode. final episode. Um, I mean, it was the most eventful, you gotta say. Yeah. I don't really have a clear view of what happened in each and every episode. I just kind of yeah, because you watch the them after each other. Yeah. And that happens. Uh, so I don't know. You you pop off. I'm going to sit back and listen. Okay. Because I have a lot of thoughts. I First of all, I would say that I really, really, really enjoyed the final episode. I think that my main issues was, like I said, with John Walker. How he kind of got his redemption already. And was joking around with like Bucky about quoting an American president. And I was like, what? You guys beat beat each other last time you saw each other. Why are you why are you acting like your friends? That kind of bugged me. And how they handled the Carly the Carly scene, we all know what scene that is. Like the Carly scene, like where she died? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like that that whole not just the scene where she died, but the whole like sequence with like with Carly. That bugged me a little bit, not because she died, mind you. I I usually get very upset when my favorite characters die, but I saw it coming that she would, not only because she repeatedly said, I'm okay with dying, and I was like, okay, sweetie, calm down, <laughs> but also because she, are you eating candy? Yeah, that's a good thing with teams. I can mute my mic. You <laughs> won't hear anything. But yes, I, I, I enjoy talking. I enjoy listening. Just keep going. I will keep. Like, keep going, sweetie, <laughs> to quote you. I was quoting Chris Jenner, but okay. <laughs> you didn't catch that until now. Of course I did. I catch everything you say. Okay, that, that was a great little break. Okay. Oh, deep breaths, Krista. But no, so the Carly scene, I knew she was going to die, so I was kind of okay with it. But I felt like that whole sequence was kind of rushed, if you know what I mean. It kind of from start to end. I felt like they were just kind of being like, oh, oh, now she needs to die so we can go do all these other things we want to do. 
especially with the Sharon Sharon's reveal as the power broker, which by the way, oh my god. But I always loved Sharon. And at the first episode where she was introduced, not the first episode, but the first episode she was introduced in, I was like, what if she's the power broker? And then she was, and it was amazing. And I was really excited for that reveal. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then it was kind of just, eh, you know, it was very much. Yeah, it was rushed. Yeah, it, it was rushed. And then it was over. Yeah, I was, I was expecting to be like, oh my God, when it happened and just like throw my hands in the air and be like, Sharon Carter, wow, you are changing. But that didn't happen. Instead, it was kind of just like, oh, now they've run downstairs. And oh, Sharon is there now. Carly's dead. Oh, no. In fact, they were so excited about the speech Sam would have that they kind of brushed through the other things. And that disappointed me a little. But also... I was watching it and then I, I looked how many minutes were left. There were like 15 minutes left and none of the, the, none of this had happened. So I thought they could have made another episode, honestly. The thing is that Kevin, I have no idea how to pronounce his last name, but this like Marvel producer guy, Kevin, he had promised more time in the Falcon and Soldier than we actually got. So I think that if they either made a new episode or like an extra episode, or if they had made the final episode an hour and a half long, that would have been ideal. Because then they wouldn't have had to rush through that. Another time, like, I also felt like that wasn't the only thing that was rushed. Also, Sam's suit reveal was kind of rushed. I didn't get to feel all the, like, wow, Sam and your suit feelings that I wanted to feel. And, like, I barely caught the fact that he was like, I'm Captain America. I wanted to be crying for that part, but I didn't have the time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. That's so an that interesting was... point to make. Yeah. And I think that it would have been, like, it was already pretty good. But I think it would have been so amazing if they'd made it either longer or t- another episode. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion, at least. Talking about stuff that are should be longer, this podcast should be longer. But we <laughs> yeah. really need to round off because we've been recording for almost an hour. And I got to cut this down. Yeah, Do you have any final I feel really bad thoughts, for you. Krista? My final thought is that I was scared Marvel would let me down with this. I really was, especially because I've been waiting for so long. But they didn't. You're right. So hats off to them. Hats off to the director. Hats off to Anthony Mackie, especially. I'm very happy to have been able to see them again. And I'm so excited for Captain America 4. And I really hope you guys are too. Because you should should be. (laughs) There's no reason not to. Look at us just speaking in sync. Exactly. We're so connected. No. Are you ready? Yeah, so so talking about things we should look forward to, you should look forward to our next episode, <laughs> and it will be up next week. Okay, everyone, that was all we had for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to follow us on Spotify so you'll be notified when we upload next. You can also follow us on Instagram at updates from the bubble, all capital, no, all small letters, and there's also a link in the episode description where you can see behind the scenes and learn more about us. Next episode will, as I said, be up sometimes next week, and we can't <laughs> wait for you to see. I'm really having a stroke. Goodbye. Okay, I'm trying one more time. Until then, <laughs> goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> Minus on your left. Wow, Krista. Bye. <laughs> Whoa!